0: Hey, everybody, it's episode... I don't know why I'm starting like that. I don't ever start like that. Hmm. Hey, everybody, it's Diane Gibbs, your host of Design Recharge. It's episode 340, and I'm super excited to have Jeffy Thompson. You know what I just realized, Jeffy? We probably hey, should have done it on episode 365, but we wanted to do it closer. That would have been really, help, uh, really good if we could have done that. Hey, Tara. Okay, so we got Colorado's represented today. We got three people in Colorado. Okay, so... Jeffy is from Philadelphia. Well, he lives in Philadelphia now. And he is an architect. Crazy.
1: Work at like an architecture from but yeah. I'll well, take that's it. what I'll you studied it. in school. Correct.
0: But then he had, hey mom, he had a love for design and illustration. And and he, like so many of us, have been afraid of the white page. Right? Yep. So if we're talking about a 365 project that he started when, what day was it? Do you remember?
1: Uh, probably around April 11th, 2019. So a, a, a year from last Saturday. So this
0: past Saturday you celebrated a year and did you stop the drawing?
1: Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I just signed on for another 365 days cause I'm crazy
0: okay awesome all right we got lots of people and if you could just tell me in the chat where you're calling in from or whatever tuning in from that'd be awesome so it's good to have michael campbell
1: here oh, brian
0: white and um everybody else that i've already mentioned earlier so i'm glad everybody oh That's
1: awesome <laughs> oh, yeah i did
0: okay Okay, guys, so um, Jeffy has taken my challenge and is going to teach us something, but first, Jeffy, can you give us a little bit of your background and what got you into illustration and design, and then how you came to America?
1: How far? So going, going back Yeah, let's in time. go
0: all the way, because I didn't think, I, when he told me that he was born somewhere else, I didn't believe him.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Jackie Thomas, as Diane said. Uh, I am an Indian born in Bahrain, which is in the Middle East, right by Saudi Arabia, Uh, went to school in Bahrain for uh, kindergarten and middle school, and then went to India for boarding school for four years. Once I graduated there, I did a semester in Dubai for college uh, as I waited for my visa to come here to Philadelphia uh, or to the US. Uh, Once I got the visa, I moved to the US uh, so that's the, my journey in life, but, um, in terms of creativity, uh, like many Indian, uh, students, my dad probably, or my parents both probably when they had me were like, "Where he's going to be an engineer or a doctor or something else. And, uh, all throughout life, I just kind of like, those were the classes that I just kind of like kept stumbling in and not being as good in, um. But uh, I was always – my mom had a creative side. She was always, like, into crafts and stuff. And uh, I always was drawn to what she was doing. And I would, like – I wouldn't say I was, like, drawing all the time. You know, some people are just, I draw all the time. And I'm, like, all my notes have drawings on it. It wasn't me, but I would sit down and dabble. And then um, once I moved to India for high school, I started – uh actually drawing a lot more um because i there's just like a couple friends that were just really prolific and just really amazing creative people and i wanted to be like them or um just like be equal to them and so that i could like oh man i want to be creative like this is a a thing that i could do instead of like a doctor or an engineer or and uh came back after college and you know, it's time or not after college, but like right before applying to college and, and we, right while we we're applying to college and my dad was like, So what do you want to do? And I said, art. And he said, No. Um
0: <laughs> My dad said no too.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess it's not just an Indian thing. <laughs> um he's like, How are you gonna make money? And I didn't have an answer for that and that's okay. So I said, how about interior design or architecture? And that was like close enough to close enough to uh, design and like art that I could get without, you know, being an engineer. And uh, here we are. Or here we were up until 10, 15 years ago. <laughs>
0: okay, so then you graduate from art, you make great relationships, you actually are Good. working with somebody that you went to school with,
1: right? And that says a lot
0: about you as a character, your mm -hmm. character, but you decided to do something else.
1: Uh, Correct. So I went to school for architecture, graduated with architecture degree. Um, Once again, so I'm not a citizen. So I had to uh, figure out if I wanted to stay and like go to school a little longer. And I, I did, (laughs) I stayed um, and uh, went to school for digital design. Problem is, it was a beta course, so I learned a little bit about a lot of things and not enough about one thing, um, which was great. So it got me, like, really interested in design, but I also then graduated with that degree during the recession, and uh, no one was hiring. So um, I, during this time, I got married to my wonderful wife, Toni, who um, is an American citizen, so which is how I'm here. Uh, but she was gracious enough and like patient enough while i kept searching for jobs and kind of like, hitting dead end after dead end um and i you know i needed a way to make some money so i started actually uh trying my hand more intentionally at the art thing i was but i didn't have a direction i was like painting i was illustrating i was paper cutting i was just like all across the board and i would just go to these craft fairs and be just like here and it just looked like a bunch of crafts and there was like no concise story. Um, And then, you know, over the years through trial and error, uh, Cut Ink or Cut Ink Studio kind of formed. And that was uh, my personal kind of like brand, my personal project of um, paper cutting and illustration. And that's where this this journey, I would say like the official, where I would call this beginning of that journey um, started. Uh, I like to joke and say it started from an accident where I was doing an illustration and I messed up a section. I was really upset. It was a gift for a friend and another friend that was there said, I'll just cut it out as a joke. And I did. And it looked great. And that's how I got into paper cutting. So,
0: One of the things for me of your work Mm -hmm. is it's very meditative. It's also, there's so much pattern, but you always had worked really pretty small right? That you didn't have huge, big
1: things. No, uh, I would say. And you worked
0: with your pencil, like, or a pen, right? You
1: worked by hand. Yep. Uh, Happy accidents. That's right, Amy. Uh, I, I, yeah. So everything was like eight by 10 smaller. Uh, I would get so close. Like I would be that person that's like with the, uh, was it the 0.05 micron, like head almost in the paper, Drawing, um, and then like would look back and like, oh my god, I've only done this much. So, like, I just kept working small because that's all I would. um That's how I draw. Yeah, and that's all I would like give myself space for. Um, but it was very meditative. It came at a time where, you know, I was kind of in crisis where I couldn't find a job and I couldn't, you know, I just felt like a failure. Um, so, I needed this thing that could be. A release, and that was a that was kind of a practice. Uh, it became um, a practice where I could just like breathe through the stress and like kind of, and like focus my mind. Where like it's so easy for me to like worry about the first thing that passes through my head, and this was a this was a thing that I just couldn't think of anything else because I was just drawing line after line after line. Um, so uh yeah so that's how that uh that journey happened and then you know over the course of the years i've met people and kind of ch- uh, the work has changed a little bit and then um you know we come to a point in 2018 where i finally find myself with a job with an architecture job one that's like actually um, great paying bills and I now don't have time because I have a day job, or at least that was my excuse. I don't have time to focus.
0: And before you were doing work, you had a job at a, a printer. or uh, mm-hmm. They did, all, and so you learned a ton about printing. You would do design work for them. Um, and so it was a good kind of entry level design, but you realize that there, it, it was limiting to some extent. You have also great relationships with with those people at that company mm-hmm. as well because you are really community driven. So I'm kind of trying to paint the picture for people. So no, you you um, worked small. It was very, uh, you're gonna see some of the work. Maybe you saw some already. If you go to cut with two Ts, ink studio on Instagram, I'll share a link in a minute. So you can just click it and go and look at it if you want um, and go back and see, because he's been doing a project a day. And so at that time, Um, You had already, about a year ago, you had already gotten an iPad, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, about a year ago, I got an iPad. The deal was, this was essentially right before going to Creative South uh, last year. And I told Tony, my wife, that if I don't use this for the first month enough, that she had full, I, I love tech, so this was like a deal that I made with her, that she has full control of taking it back to the store. Um, and then while I was there at Creative South, I talked to, and we'll get into this later, I'm sure, but I talked to a friend of mine, his name's David, and he talked about having done the 365 day project uh, a couple times actually. And, um, you know, I was just like, well, what'd you, what'd you get from it? And he spoke to a fear that I have directly and kind of you mentioned or you teased to which is the fear of the blank piece of paper and i was like okay all right but this is also back to you know i in 2018 i just kind of like gave up on cutting studio and i was like i'm making enough money from the day job but i was becoming someone i didn't like that was the that's so that's the other impetus of this was like i was losing myself um and and not having this release that I've built, uh, built to need.
0: So one of the that, so I met Jeffy at Creative South and Jeffy's been a volunteer for me cause he's an awesome volunteer and he's one of my really, really good friends. We meet once a month, every, for forever. We've done this and I'm super thankful. Um, but Jeffy would, um, <clears throat> he is really about community and really he, loved collaboration and he had this one collaboration when he really wasn't doing a ton of stuff on his own. He was collaborating with a ceramicist, which you're going to see some work. This was the ceramic uh, artist would, and you only have one left, right? These things go like really hotcakes kind of, right? Yes. So you, um they, she would give you, right? It's a woman. Mm-hmm. She would give you the thing, the, and then you would carve into it. And then she would dip it in or do whatever. I don't know. I anyway, I don't know exactly how all that works. It's magic, people. So so then Jeffy would have them, and then he would be able to sell some, and then she would be able to sell some, and they would do some things together, craft fair wise. And he really does enjoy things like that. He does stuff like that with his church. Um, he's kind of h- helped them create this sort of. Um, and it's been lots of years. You've done it, right?
1: Uh, what the craft fairs. Yeah. Oh, craft fairs. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then just like the, the mugs and other, other uh, collaborations.
0: All right. But you hadn't worked digitally. So you had just gotten mm-hmm. the iPad Correct. and so you come back from creative South or at creative South, you started the 365
1: at, at creative South.
0: Okay. So you go, you start it. Um, do you want to go into your thing? So the, um, Okay, why why go all the way to three sixty five? Why not start with a hundred day or a thirty day, Jeffy?
1: Um. So that that's fine. Thirty day didn't seem long enough. I I had given up on this thing for a year, uh, so thirty days was just not enough to kind of build, uh, build that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that I had trained myself to give into the, the idea of the flinch. You, do you know what that is? Like it's, it's, a, it's that like moment before you just succumb to fear mm-hmm. or like succumb, it's that moment that where you, your brain or your body and your brain can like allow you to just be like, no, you know what, I'm not gonna do it. Um, and I knew that I needed to get past that. I needed to hit the flinch and then continue still to do the, do the project or do the thing that I needed to do. So I knew that 30 days, knowing myself, was not going to be enough.
0: So you one, wanted to get back into a habit of doing this regularly. Yeah, correct. So that was one of and the other one that Dave said was that you would be able to look – not look at a blank page and be scared anymore.
1: Correct. He, he, he spoke to two things, right? The fear of the blank piece of paper and two – That like, he said also in that same breath that like, I'm not, I'm probably not going to create the most amazing thing, Mm. but I will create a thing. And, and that was amazing because that was my fear. That was like the fear of the blank piece of paper kind of stems from, I would put so much pressure on Mm. this. This was even true for sketchbooks, right? I cannot show you a sketchbook because everything had to be so perfect, Mm. even in a sketchbook. So that fear translated all throughout, and um, he spoke to that.
0: So that kind of goes with that fear of being uh, the precious things, right? Absolutely. Like you couldn't mess up something. We're going to get to that in a little bit. So do you want to share your deck? You want to teach us something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. Let me share my screen.
0: So I'm excited to see all y'all here. Demi's here from London. Amber's here from Huntsville. All right.
1: Talk to hey guys. Us. We got so, it. Is this working? There you go. Um, so kind of what we were talking about, talking about um, a couple minutes ago, identifying what you're struggling with, right? So like, I think that this is, this is one of the two most important parts. The, like my struggle was the fear of a blank piece of paper and how whatever I put on this blank piece of paper has to be the most amazing thing that I've ever created. So I, I was able to identify that or really David was able to identify that for me and he had come out of that. So it was like so easy for me to do that, to, to see that perfectly. Maybe for you, it's uh, not having enough time in the day to make something. And I have a friend that just recently after I chatted with him was like, you know what, I don't have time to create an amazing drawing but i do have 5 minutes that i could like sketch a tiny monster out digitally uh you guys should check it out his his handle is dawnland 1999 It's, um it's he's got some fun um i'll I'll send that in the chat in a little bit but um so yeah like you know identifying what you're struggling with is important um where are you finding that resistance and that friction in your process uh for me that was kind of like the flinch, I would just be like, well, I can't create something amazing, so I'm just not going to, right? So now, I, I just wouldn't even sit down at my desk in the studio. Uh, I wouldn't sit down because my process was always on paper and a pen and a micron, and it just felt too precious, like you were saying, Diane. Um,
0: my is this a micron?
1: Di- Where?
0: This. this
1: one? No, this is digital, <laughs> okay. this is digital. So everything I'm showing right now is, or mostly everything is digital right now. Uh, I'll, I'll call it out if it's not. Okay. Um, this one is, uh, this one is digital, but you know, it would, I kind of, kind of like this image, like, like I always felt like I had ideas, I had everything, but there was this huge mountain that I had to get across. And that was that resistance. It's, um, I just kept, uh, hitting a wall and I would just allow the wall to stop me. Um. So yeah, I, w- I just wouldn't sit down with the micron or- so
0: why? do you know what that was why you you didn't you couldn't get past it?
1: uh yeah i I, th- I think at that point, it was me just uh, having trained myself to give up so easily mm. over the course of that year between twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen that um it just became like it almost was that i trained myself the opposite of what i'm trying to do now which is train myself to sit down and draw um i trained myself to not uh to allow myself to like just give up it's easier to give up and go sit down and watch tv um or watch something on youtube or you know like just anything yeah yeah, anything anything else felt easy it was also easier and that was the key word. It was easier. But you were
0: being stretched at work, right? This wasn't I mean, like you were just going. So there's, there has to, at some point there you is have, an outside force. right. And you, and you have to be a little bit kind to yourself and to, you know, when you're mm-hmm. learning something new or you're getting back into something. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's, you have to this give yourself grace, right? About,
1: yeah, this is, and this is pre that, right? This is you determining what, what the blocks are. And like mm-hmm. what those, those, um, and identifying what the resistance and the friction is, mm-hmm. because if you aren't able to do that, however long your project is 30, 100, 365, I feel like the success is going to, or, or like the, the, your traction is going to be harder, like for yourself.
0: Dimmy says cold showers every morning killed the flinch for me. You experienced the fear of ice cold water hitting your face. And then you realize that you didn't die. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong happened, all the fears in the rest of the day seem smaller somehow afterwards. I love that. All right, keep yeah. going, Jeffy. Oh, no, uh,
1: was that Demi you said? Yeah, that Demi, that? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny because like the video where I got that idea from was from a video that uh, this YouTuber Matt DeVelo Matt Diavello Deve- made that does exactly that, and I was just like, oh, I can relate to that. Um, so the other part the other kind of like aspect of this is or at least i feel the other aspect of this that's super important is to find or uh figure out who can help hold you accountable to your project for me that was easy it was instagram i was like i just put it was easy because i didn't have to rely on any one person i it was just that i would come in post it and and be able to leave and it's there and people can see Jeffy's done today's or tomorrow's or whatever you know um that might look different to you maybe you don't want to share your project so like identifying a person a community a group of people a bunch of creatives like whatever that is for you to keep you accountable to um to that project
0: in the beginning, were you trying to make it look like your other stuff or were you trying something different? Because it seemed like you went through a few phases, a few different um, themes in your
1: year. I, I bounced, which takes us to uh, this slide. Uh, for me, it was very important to allow myself, I gave myself the permission to play an experiment. This was not a year of get better at my skill Mm. it was it was um get better at creating or or really just like figure out what creating actually means now without these rules i was really good when i would cut paper or do paper cutting illustrations i would cut the piece of paper and then illustrate inside the shape that i cut and then i would also once i stopped cutting doing paper cutting i still would draw a shape and like illustrate inside the shape. And you see that in some effect to my work now, but um, allowing myself the space and giving myself the permission to play an experiment, I have started to create things that are larger and my lines have been, have gotten a lot thicker. Like I'm not drawing with the 0.05 as much anymore. Um, here you can see like, thicker lines even in my digital work and my hand drawn work. Like the the speaker is like I literally drew on my speaker with like a thicker marker and just, you know, the the like I guess the expression of my lines have changed is the best way I can like mm. describe that.
0: But you pushed yourself because um, scale was not something you'd worked with. Thick, thick, thick lines not. was not digitally, so it was a whole lot of uncomfort. And then you added actually marking up real objects that you mm-hmm. had as precious right
1: uh correct so that speaker i saved up and bought and you know it was like that can never get dirty and then one day you know when you when you have to draw for 365 days uh the things start to just be like draw on me um and those speakers there's two of them so i got you know two two posts out of it um so So yeah so that, so, like, not only did my um, lines change, uh, I think we mentioned earlier that, like, I predominantly worked in black and white mm-hmm. um, because color is not something I'm comfortable with. I would still say that I am not as comfortable. I will push myself in color more now. Uh, it's easier digitally because, you know, when I'm drawing on the iPad, it's easier to just drop a color and be like, nope, that doesn't look right, and then just, like, redo, redo. Um, But yeah, so like I've started to use a lot more color. Uh, People started to see me explore my work more and it did like the redundancy, even though there is some, like I recycle a lot of like subject matter. Um, I, people have started to like, oh, I really like how you draw these, like, you know, and so now I've, uh, in November, I decided that I wanted to do a few murals. I wanted to do three murals by the end of the year. Of, uh, end of last year and uh i was lucky enough to have friends of mine that like call me in and um give me the opportunity to work on some murals and by this point in time you know i've all, i'm already like about 200 or just under 200 uh posts in and um one of the things we do in the architectural world is, you know, when you've drawn a detail for a part of a building of like how something connects, you don't wanna draw it every time, right? You're like You can just like copy and paste this detail because it saves time. What what luckily I've now, I'm beginning to understand and realize as I come to the end or just finished is that I have so much subject matter that I've like, I see, I see the chat blowing up and I wanna like look, but I'm gonna keep talking. Um, what I've realized is I've built this inventory of subject matter, which has been really cool when it comes to the murals that I do. Because I I tend to do these murals that are like a mix of pattern and like tiny vignettes nested in them. So as you can see in the the first two murals on there, um, there's a bunch of pattern work kind of calling back to my old work. And then uh, these vignettes that are kind of pulled from and uh pl- placed and then you know there's the uh mural on the right on the window that was a fun collaboration with a, a um a consignment store in the city a friend of mine that opened and she was just like i i've also re- learned that i've become a lot more bold in my approach to people like i've become more confident in my work
0: so not just in your line work you actually Not became more mind. confident in that you could do something like we have yeah. talked about this, like at Creative South, there's something that's called um, ink wars and it it's very stressful. I would never do it personally because you, ha- you have no idea what they're going to tell you to draw and you, there's no plan. You can't plan. Mm-hmm. Right. But now sure. it's like. You've done, drawn these things without thinking, without having to have a prompt. You just yeah. had, you just started drawing, so you knew you could do it. So the mm-hmm. the storefront, the bathroom stalls, you know, it was, you knew you could do it. So this happened at what about what day? Like what number day?
1: You know, I don't. I, I would say like uh, high hundreds, uh, or low two hundreds. So like around there. So this is uh, ballpark. October, November, December, um, of last year, the, the middle one, the middle mural, the one on the door, uh, with the blue is, um, from like early this year.
0: So confidence was high in not only your strokes and, but you had been practicing on these things because you'd drawn on your speaker and you'd drawn on those dolls and you'd drawn on the door and you'd drawn on lots of things. And then you started also getting confident and saying, Hey, I could help you with this right?
1: Yeah. So I actually, for the, the window mural, I texted my friend that had been posting about her store and was just like, Hey, if you need a mural, I'm your guy. And, uh, she's I was like, I see there's a wall that's black behind you. And he's like, well, I can't do anything on the wall, but how do you feel about windows? And that's how I got that window mural.
0: And you had never uh, done a window
1: right nope absolutely not i was so i was so worried to come back after the two days and like i did something wrong and the paint just washed off or something and nope we're good it, it stayed for it actually was harder to remove than i expected so so it was it was fun it was there's a lot of like trial and error and i'm okay with that and i'm kind of like enjoying that you know that's that like space to play and experiment and like
0: mm.
1: also finding the people that are um okay with that like uh, allow or, or um, appreciative of that play and like understand where you're coming from I know that's not uh, a courtesy that everyone gets offered um I, I've been lucky to somehow be aligned with those people and that's been amazing on this journey so if you're able to you know like t- talk to your friends and a friend like talk to friends talk to your friends friends because they're probably the people that will be able to offer you that most of my murals have come from uh, word of mouth or uh, just like somebody was like, I'm doing a mural, I would love for you to just come like pinch hit on this. Like um, the top left mural and the bottom one, the long wide one is uh, wasn't my actual mural. There was like people working on it and then I had just like a section that was mine. So those two doors are mine, you know. Mm-hmm. This one, Uh, know that 365 days is a lot of days. (laughs) Um, You are going to have days that you don't want to do anything. You're going to have days that are hard, that are difficult, that are sad. Um, This was one day, this drawing came on a day that uh, Someone in my family was sick and had passed away, and the last thing I wanted to do was draw. Um, and it was important enough for me to show up and draw that I did it this This drawing t- probably took ten to fifteen minutes. It wasn't even that long. We were driving uh, well, I wasn't driving Tony was driving we were in transit and I drew this and I posted it just, and I'm I'm actually kind of grateful because it serves as a marker. Mm. Uh, not that I showed up, but that I now look at this and I'm like, have these like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like, it's funny how doing something for a year and looking back on it, it's it almost is like a little stamp or a marker of that year, you know? kind of like a, places like, a, what do you call like the pins on a map, you know? Um, so it's really important to show up on those difficult days, even if it's just for a couple minutes, even if the best that you can do is just sit down at your desk. Mm. Um, just to keep that muscle moving. Uh, you know, I I know that for some people, especially in a time like this during The pandemic that we're in like showing up might be hard and that's okay um like i think grace is important Uh, show yourself grace uh you know like also maybe this journey is not for you and that's okay too um but i want to close off on i hope that uh whatever well close off this presentation uh that whatever journey that you pick, whatever project that you are doing um, is sort of life-giving to you. Uh, If you're a coffee drinker, I hope that it gives you the energy that coffee can (laughs) or conversations with people around coffee can. Um, I know that that's not as easy now at this moment, but uh, I wish that whatever project or whatever you're working on gives you the life and energy that you need it to do. Thanks
0: guys. I love that. All right. So I have some questions and I'm sure y'all do too. Feel free to put it in the chat and I will ask. So not only confidence, but it helps you with exploration and helped you with knowing that you could handle whatever came your way, right? Which I think we um, don't put enough weight in a lot of times. All right. So before this project, you held things that you were making as precious, right? There were uh, and I do this too, I think we all do this, the sketchbook that you never, because it's leather and you don't want to mess it up. It's just too perfect, right? So you never use it. Um, did you know that you were doing this before? Did you realize that you were do- had the precious enemy?
1: Uh, I would say not consciously. Hmm. I mean, I think I knew that I was doing it, but not enough to uh, identify it as the issue.
0: So then, did you realize that you were not exploring because of the perfectionist crutch, or did it was just too precious and you didn't want to um, mess it up?
1: No, I, I don't think I realized it. I realized it, I think, right when I started this project, hmm. um, how much I was not exploring. Uh, because actually, funny enough, you know, working with pen and paper. Uh, I only went so far, I only tried so much, and uh, moving digital, and I, the, I should also preface that, like, I moved digital to also help me show up, um, mm. I should have said that during the presentation, I moved digital so that I couldn't have the excuse of, like, oh, I don't have my microns, like, I always carry my iPad with me everywhere, and it's easy to just, like, even take five minutes to draw and post something. Um, and that allowed me to explore. There are uh, there are drawings that I'm just like, is just a face, or like a. St- there are actually three drawings that are just stick figure characters in a backdrop that is something that I normally draw. And like, there's something hilarious and funny and beautiful about that because people are like, "Wait, you drew a stick figure?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's all I could. I can't draw figures well, you know." <laughs> and like, and that's great. But. I
0: think I think some of it is for me. The exploration is really can be. A, it's so exciting, but it's also so terrifying, right? And it mm-hmm. is that we, you you called it the. Uh, what did you call it? The flinch. The flinch. Yes. Okay. So, um, pushing yourself digitally made you show up, but it also. Um, you you said you were going to be held accountable by a whole group of people, right? Mm -hmm. So there was pressure, I guess, self-pressure outside. Um, But sometimes it can be very scary to share, um, Mm -hmm. especially when you're learning something. How did you get over that?
1: Um, I think initially it was easy because I was just sharing into like a void. (laughs) if or you know i was just like i'm sharing and people like if they like it like instagram such a scroll heavy right um and nothing that i was putting out was like heavy hitter like huge messages like at least the first like 200 it was just kind of like me building muscle and me just like drawing um so so it was just kind of like easier to put it i was just like here's a pretty picture look at it
0: you didn't take it so serious because you knew that it didn't maybe have you it's not going to hold me back you're just it's saying hey i'm just exercising
1: correct that is exactly what this was this was a more of an inward journey that people were getting to watch i guess is the best way to describe that
0: okay because that is inspiring a lot of times to people okay so one of the things that you did that was um a different was that you changed scale and I think scale, the difference, uh, is, is so different because you were working so small mm-hmm. and then, and you were cutting things out and now it's huge on a wall, even planning stuff like that. I think, I don't know if being in the architecture world helped you kind of, cause scale for architecture is not tiny, you know?
1: Mm-mm.
0: So So can you talk about a little bit how you pushed yourself, maybe what the first one you did was and how that made you feel um, and how you pushed through, like doing something bigger?
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah. So I think that um, doing the murals, the first mural, and then also kind of like pieces like this that's behind me, that's up there. It's like an 18 by 24 by 36 board that's up there. Um, Learning that my lines... Oh, the amount of time a piece takes also can sometimes be a deterrent for me. So like these drawing digitally and like being able to just like create a pattern and like just kind of like go with the flow, let the lines go where they want to go and not put so much, so many rules and constraints on my drawing, which is what I used to do, um, has been once again freeing and also allowed me to uh, create with like I use, when I'm drawing on bigger things, I use thick paint markers. I don't actually know how wide they are, but like really- Like the
0: Molotow or the creek or- Yeah, Yeah, just
1: like, and just thick line and let let it flow and like create these like beautiful topographical looking uh, drawings, illustrations. And uh, so that's part of it that like allowed me to start getting comfortable moving larger and also uh one of when i was doing one of the murals the one that was on the long blue one uh i remember talking with my friend that was doing this mural with me and one of the things he said was like listen dude this is up eight feet off the ground and if you draw your tiny lines like you do this was in love, right? Like, but like, I had to like hear that and that was really difficult for me to hear. <laughs> like, you're telling me that I can't draw like my million tiny lines. And he's like, yeah, it's just gonna look gray. No one's gonna see it. Like, think about this from someone standing far back in that store and looking at it. And I am glad that I was able to hear, hear that criticism and take it and like understand and learn from it. Because I think that criticism is what's gotten me to hear, like, to being open to doing that and like playing with those thicker lines.
0: All right. So John says when uh, he said your struggle with the blank page uh, because I had to be perfect is exactly what I sh- what he struggles with. It wasn't until I heard you say it that I realized, fully that that was my nemesis too. I've always know I always known that I needed to be perfect, but I didn't realize just now that it was really a roadblock. And he said, "Thanks for sharing." And then Paul said. Absolutely or unless you want to comment to John, give him a little. Encouragement.
1: No, I, I, just like, I think that that's a hidden, hidden kind of roadblock that a lot of people experience. Um, and John, I just, I really hope that you're able to kind of like now that you've recognized it, work with that, you know, in whatever way possible to get past it.
0: And sometimes it's it's just working on something that's not white, you know, like painting it <laughs> or doing some sort of collage in the background that you're going to cover up anyway but at least mm-hmm. it's not starting with the blank. You spill ink or you do something, you know, mm-hmm. it could just be that you need to mess up. And I think that helps with exploration and play too, because then yeah. you see other things. Zen so then Paul said, um, Jeffy, I wonder about style. Did you feel constrained by the style you were creating? And he asked, because it seemed like you're going in a new direction with your second 365.
1: Um, I think that I'm still exploring with this new 365. The... Uh, you know, ch- I was chatting with, uh, Debbie actually, and, um, oh, am I still on here?
0: Yeah, you're, uh, well, I, okay, well cool. I don't see your screen. I just see your beautiful face.
1: Oh, that's great. Uh, my everything moved. Sorry. <laughs>
0: um, you were talking with Debbie.
1: Yeah, I was talking with Debbie and we were chatting about what this journey would look like, right? Cause I've done this 365, I've done some, ex- uh, exploring. What does it look like now? What am I doing? And I think that what this new 365 is, is still me exploring my style, uh, but more focused on like, what is, what am I trying to say? I really want to help um, the people in my community, right? Like There's a lot of people going through some hard times and I, um, towards the end of this previous 365, I realized that one of the things that I wanna do is provide moments of peace and calm and joy uh, to the people that are either following me or around me through my work uh, at a moment that they might need it the most. Um, Sometimes it looks like the time-lapse videos of my drawings coming to life and sometimes it's just like the perfect sunset drawing or something not perfect Mm -hmm. but like the the best sunset drawing i could make at that time that
0: day the best the perfect one for you that day right
1: that day correct yeah um and so so in terms to answer paula your question um i would say cut ink style or my style from two years ago is probably like done or just like one more tool in my repertoire um not a crutch anymore
0: right so it's it's not not the only thing you do
1: correct I think I enjoy having experiences Mm -hmm. and um tools to use that I can pull from that are perfect for the job that is at hand uh it does feel stressful sometimes because you know like what am I trying to communicate and like You know, I was uh, trying to figure out, like, what do I put in my bio, right? And just, like, illustrator is too general. And, like, black and white illustrator. And, like, so I'm still, that. I think that this next side of this journey is going to, like, kind of bring that, like, grow that. And I'll have a better understanding of what that's going to be titled. But, um, yeah, I think that my style is going to continue to change. Um, as I change and as I grow and understand what I'm doing more and I think that this next 365 is about me uh, listening and providing to the people in my community so I can help better or provide better um, spaces for joy and calm when people might need it in a crazy world I love that
0: all right. So one of the other things that you're really good at, and I think has really made a difference is connecting with other, we have 15 minutes, so we got to be fast on these. So wow. why is it important to connect? Why did you go to Creative South in the
1: first, the first time?
0: How many years have uh, you gone?
1: Uh, four, possibly five. Can't remember I think five. The first time. Yeah, five might be right. Um, <laughs> I think
0: you've been a volunteer for me four times.
1: <laughs> That's true. Uh, why was it important? It was important because I spent so long of my creative life doing it in a bubble, Mm. and I didn't, um, it's harder to grow when you do it yourself and it's better to do it surrounded by people that care for you and uh, are looking out for you and want to also supply you with the best tools possible.
0: And they also um, want to grow themselves. So there's some
1: absolutely
0: there's driving forces, other people driving, you're driving. You're just trying mm-hmm. to keep up. They're trying to keep up, right? You kind of yeah. So you were in a lettering group, I guess you still are. It's a Slack channel, right?
1: I am. So in it.
0: So long time ago, it's all the people. Uh, of course, we're friends with them. Uh, anyway, so Dan Lee was one of those people that he was also from Philly at the time. He's not doesn't mm-hmm. live in Philly anymore.
1: He does not.
0: So why is it important to connect to spe- some like not just the group but also have some um good friendships outside of work that are also somebody who is also driven and is pushing their craft and their skill
1: um for me it's it's to be able to like have one on one time with said person especially i mean if they are local it's even better right like these are good i mean Now this is where we are and doing (laughs) this everybody. (laughs) but, um, where it is, it is so important to be able to sit down and even like talk life Mm. with another creative person. Um, because maybe like what you're going through is helpful for them and what you're going through or what, you know, or vice versa. And, um, also just like collaboratively, it's nice to be relevant with your friends and just like understand where they are. And, um, you know, like, I don't think that the, the like collaborations of the, with the ceramic artists or the murals would have come up had I not had these relationships that I could like um, see all the time. Yep, Dendron words. Uh, all right,
0: so yeah, I think
1: that that's why it's important.
0: So I I think it's just important to have one-on-one time. It's also Mm -hmm. important to have group time um, because sometimes we learn things in a group, but then we need to talk them out with somebody else. Right. Just like John said about the perfect blank page thing. So um, community building is, is also uh, was really important. You were able to partner Mm because I always think of these murals that you did. You partnered with them. You didn't necessarily know, I guess it was batting cages is that was the the ones that was white and black yeah right how did you get that that job
1: um i had just in passing mentioned to my buddy who was uh was just hanging out with one day and i knew that he was doing murals and i was like yeah you know i think i want to do murals sometime and it was such a like passing statement i thought even i thought nothing of it it was just kind of like yeah you know i want to do a live drawing Sometimes, sometime soon. And uh, I just got a text one day at work and he was like, what are you doing? You wanna swing by this place on your way home and uh, check it out. There's a door for you to draw on. And that's how I got that, you know? And that's another reason I had these connections is so that you say something in passing that actually someone hears instead of just like a thought you had and you don't take action on.
0: Right. I love that. Okay. So then another thing that happened during the 365 is you participated in our good friend, Scotty Russell's um, side hustlers hustlers coaching program. program. So how did that affect your 365 and did it affect more on the business side or more mindset or both?
1: Um, I would say both, but I'd say it leaned more heavier on, um, understanding how to set smarter goals and like Mm. positioning myself more it was it was uh pretty instagram focused so i was like i was not hashtagging well um i was not like my profile just said illustrator and like didn't give any information so like if anyone came to my page at that point in time like what you saw was just like who is this guy (laughs) um so it helped me very like build a framework yeah Yeah. and build a framework that people could understand more of what i'm trying to do um which you know it's a it's a growing thing like it's also constantly changing every time the 365s happen or every time i change so the journey is ongoing but i now just have more structure and tools to understand and better equip myself uh, for better success or being more efficient
0: All right. So we talked about this a little bit and I didn't have a question on this. We have 10 minutes left. So we've done so nine minutes. We've done really good. So what happens when you hit one of those days? I mean, you have death in the family, right? Or or what about when somebody was getting married and you were having, you know, it's like you, how do you plan time for this? Do you get up earlier? Do, I mean, because some of those things are life things. And I can just imagine that, you know, Tony or whoever our partner is would be like, really, you're going to do this today, right? Yeah. So some, there's some pressure that comes on, especially in those hard times. What what are some things that you use to get through them?
1: Um, so I think that one of the things I'm going to do uh, this time around is allow myself to kind of like uh, build inventory. So like build ahead. Um, mm. But I'm not gonna, I'm trying to not lean on that as much, but that's something that I'm gonna do from moving forward if I need it. Uh, but in the past, what I would do is those days that if I had something planned that was gonna be hand drawn, and I just, there's just no way because of whatever, a small buffer, that's exactly right, Michael. Um, uh, I would, I would uh, just use the iPad and and you know there are I can like probably scroll through my Instagram feed and be like that this is a day you know the the drawing that I showed, which is the day of the death, like that like I said that was five minutes, you know, and it was while we were driving, so it didn't like really eat into that time, and I think that's it like even if you can create something in five minutes, like I think I'm lucky enough that i like the medium that I use and what I'm trying to do is like Easy enough to use five minutes uh of time to post, post something or create something. Um that's what's important. It's just like making that muscle work.
0: I also love so this is it takes a little bit longer than taking a photo, right? But it's yeah. a memory now. And now you can go back and now you have jotted a whole year of memories. Yeah. And I think we don't do that enough. Like I think that we just I mean, I don't know, the older I get, it seems like the years just fly by, right? Mm-hmm. And So as you're doing this, it is taking, it's, it's something that we can come back to that moment and those moments. And you can remember, I remember you went camping and you, you did a campfire and, Mm um, you know, there were all scenes that maybe had you not gone camping, you wouldn't have done that. Right. So again, that's, those are memories captured.
1: Yeah. One of my uh, favorite, actually the camp, I remember going camping and like I purposely did not take my iPad. Um, and I just took three canvases. We were gone for three days. I took three canvases and a bunch of paint. And uh, I just, you know, every time, every day that we were back at the campfire and just sitting around hanging out, I would just like pull out the the uh, canvas and paint and just like paint uh, by the campfire light. And I just remember in like talking with my friends that were there, they were just like, I didn't understand it, but now that you're done, like, it's a memory for them too which was like kind of cool you know to hear that like oh yeah so you you know you like this is even a marker for you which is kind of like interesting yeah that's cool like a happy accident i guess or or a happy coincidence
0: well you never realize what you're doing um affects other people as well. So Paul says, choosing a 365 project that can be done in five minutes, if necessary, is a key point. I tend Mm -hmm. to be over-optimistic in what time I'll be able to set aside when I've tried to do these daily challenges in the past. I completely agree. So I I definitely am in the same ballpark as you, Jeffy, about not a 30-day Um, Amy has and I are taking a hundred day. We are not sharing it (laughs) except with each other, but we are going to take a, I am taking the challenge. I don't know if Amy's Mm -hmm. on the board with me on this, but I will share one a week, one Mm -hmm. drawing a week, just because I love drawing, but it is very difficult sometimes. But as I go back and I look at our last hundred day project that we did, I grew and I was able after that to work on that children's book in such a short amount of time. So I don't know if I'm going to do a ton of digital, but I'd like, I think I would like to do one week for print, one week, digital, one week print with one week digital, just because I would like to get better at that. And I would like to be more comfortable and it is a fear for me. I don't want to mess up or I don't want to do things. So the last two questions are, well, this is three questions. Really? How do you recharge?
1: Uh, That one's easy. Uh, I recharge by drawing. It is, uh, like I was saying, when I gave up drawing, or not gave up, but like stopped, um, I did not like the person I became. I was very short-tempered. like the, the smallest thing would send me spiraling and I would get really upset. Um, God bless my wife for being who she is and having as much grace as she does. Uh, she one day was just like, go, just go to the studio, draw or not draw, but just go sit down in the studio and I did. And it was just like, like when I say it felt like a switch had been flipped, like I felt so much better just even sitting down and just like even trying to draw, I realized that that's, oh, that's why I do this. It's not for the fame. It's not for, it's just who I am and what I do and what I need to do to keep Jeffy Jeffy.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. So then what inspires you?
1: Um, The people around me, really. It's just, uh, I'm constantly inspired by everyone that's just like trying to make the best out of their life. And like, Mm. um, I want to, I want to cheer them on. Uh, I want, I want everyone to win. (laughs) As weird or, yeah, as weird as that sounds, I want everyone to win because if we're not all winning, uh, then I'm not doing good enough. And I want everyone to at least even feel like they're remotely getting close to that. And so watching people do that inspires me.
0: All right. So choosing another 365 is another big commitment mm-hmm. and you didn't stop. You just kept going, right? You did. Um, so what's next? What could we expect? Is it more exploration, more um, subject matter, more, um, because you want people to be able to experience the moment and it is very, um, <laughs> When I watch your your the the videos, whatever time lapse, those are mm-hmm. so like it's like those people in the garden that they're drawing, you know the whatever, right? The sand yeah, the drawings. Gardens. Or, yeah, yeah, Zen gardens. Clearly, my brain's not working today. <laughs> Zen gardens, um, but that it's very. Uh, even just looking at, looking at when I just have, I have a couple of your pieces and I just look at the, just the lines that go into it. It's very therapeutic. It's very, mm-hmm. you can kind of get lost in those little lines. So, so what's next? What could we see?
1: I, uh, there's a couple of things that I'm trying to achieve with this next round of, uh, during the next round of daily drawings is, um, no, I'm not going to call it daily drawings that's how I fail 365. I got to have, I have to have that number 365 drawings is that I am looking to provide, like I said earlier, like I'm looking to provide people with a moment of peace and calm in mm-hmm. their day, uh, especially to meet them in the place that they might actually need it that day. And um, this, th- that, that goal kind of comes from hearing people say like, oh, I needed that. And if if someone you know it's like one of those like, "Oh, that's a need apparently, and I have the tools to meet it, so I'm gonna do that um I'm also recently started uh doing just like surprise art drops, which is kind of fun in this uh, in this uh pandemic climate where I can just uh go to someone's house, drop a piece of art in their mailbox or knock on their door and just leave, and like have them find it and just like enjoy it enjoy this piece uh in their homes um i would like to get my work into people's homes and you know if that turns into like me selling online like that's another goal is to start um get my website done and start selling online too but uh i think this art drop right now is kind of the way i'm going to it's something surprising something fun that i'm doing
0: I love that okay so so is that is that something uh, that you're hashtagging is that something we can uh all participate in and start the art drop like dropping art on people's
1: front doors i, I haven't love that. i haven't um i haven't done that yet so i haven't like hashtagged it yet but i'm going i think the next one i'm going to
0: it's a really neat idea it's kind of like um i wrote patricia patricia's here and i wrote her a letter in the mail and it Definitely. was, you know, and she had written me, I just love getting real mail. Mm-hmm. Like, even I get so mad when John goes to get the mail. And I'm like, oh, I like to get it. Even if it's bills, I like to get it. I don't no. know, because I like the inside of envelopes. Maybe, oh, that's
1: right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So I want to make sure everybody knows how they can get in touch with you. So I am putting it in the chat, but it'll also be down below. If you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on wherever you get your podcast, it's in the. Uh, it'll be in the links. Um, cut C U T T Ink Dot Studio is where you can buy and purchase. Hopefully, at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can also on Instagram. You can click on the link. It's at Cut C U T T Inc. Studio. Just mm-hmm. one studio, no extra S at the end. Uh, Jeffy, is there anything else that? we should know or we could do and if we are going to do this art drop what do we call it what do we hashtag it
1: i don't know if someone's got ideas jeffy's jeffy's art drop (laughs) no not my name we got to make it more global i'll 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 figure it out
0: all right you you tell us and we'll put it in the in the if you want to if here see any of these links you can go to oh art i like that doc um Yeah. Just go to dropping daily. (laughs) Amy said, drop. It's like, it's hot. Um, So you can go to rechargingu.com slash three forty, And that's where all these links will be. If you are just wanting to get there in a different way than on your phone or something,
1: Um, what were you going to say? Also, I was just going to say like, you know, feel free to connect with me on uh, Instagram. I am pretty active on Instagram. I would love to, uh, chat with everyone that's been in here and uh, get to know you guys more, and uh, hear how I can possibly help you guys on your creative journey, if that is something that you'd like. Um, thank you, Diane. This was awesome.
0: It, it was way. Um, this is the second time Jeffy's been on. Jeffy was on during a emerge. My hair is so long; it is like I aren't surprised. You people can even focus because it's just so bad. Well, I, I'm going to show you. Tara told me never to pr- bring these out, and John was completely, oh, completely, um, I got new glasses. Oh, I'm going to hit stop record. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week with Nathaniel, it'll be part two. And then we are going to do our community chat the following week. So I think that's the 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. So come back and I'll have a topic, check your email, and I also am going to try and give you a question every Friday. So it's just a question and maybe a little, one sentence, two sentences of what I've learned this week. So check it out, I'm trying to do something new. You can hold me accountable. I'm really gonna try to do it this Friday. Hey, Diane Gibbs here, not that you knew that. I just want you to know that you can follow me at Design Recharge on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Easy way to get in touch with me, just send me a DM if you have a question or something like that. I just wanted you to know that Recharging You is helping solopreneurs grow to scaling entrepreneurs. And that's what I do with my design business for my other clients. And then for, for y'all, I help you with your creative and your business goals. And as a whole, what we do with at Recharging You is to build you up to motivate you, to challenge you and support you while you go through your journey of building your business. I just wanted you to know it always helps if you can leave a review and the best way to do that is to go to iTunes or uh, Google Play and, and leave a review and you can always share it with your friend. New things are coming this summer for Patreon. I so appreciate everybody who's stuck with me. Um, Even a dollar a month helps. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash dyinggives. And of course, my favorite way to build websites, it's what I'm teaching this semester and what I've made a ton of videos on and will continue making videos on, which will be part of um, the Patreon. There will be a Patreon that'll just be for web or for Learning Elementor. And it makes almost any WordPress theme invincible. One thing I've heard people say is, oh, well, I want my blog to look different than than the rest of my site. Well, no problem with Elementor. That's not a problem at all. It'll be super easy for that to happen and everything's customizable. So it's completely a blank slate. They give you a free theme and there's a free plugin Elementor. But then, when you're ready to go pro, I'd love it if you'd use this affiliate link to purchase the plan that's right for you. It's really, really affordable. And the link to get that is um, bit.ly, bit.ly, capital D, capital R, and then Elementor. And then the other thing that I've come across that I just don't know how I didn't see this before, but I use it every day now with clients and even with design recharge stuff and recharging you um, is an Envato subscription. It's the Envato Elements. And if you're looking for excellent resource for royalty-free stock photography, stock illustration, music, stock videos, or After Effects videos, templates, I mean, anything, there's over 2 million and growing creative resources and it's unlimited downloads per month. You should check this out this yearly subscription out from Envato. I've been able to find more diverse models, so I love that. And then I have anywhere else and the the search resources are really, really good. You can also sell on there as well, just so you know. Um, I, I do think that they're, they definitely need some, um, keep fleshing out all the photography as well as their illustration. I Uh, think that that's something we could add in so look into it the other thing is that um, it has been an incredible resource for me and the yearly subscription is an unheard of deal it's like um, it's in ranges for how big your company is so but really really uh, affordable so you can check that out at bit.ly l y slash invado, and then capital D capital R Timely is the app that I use on my computer uh, or my phone to track my time for my clients. And there's this stalking option, which remembers, especially for times like this, when I haven't been great about keeping it, I've been working late. It tells me what you were doing this on your computer, or you were looking at this, or you were answering this email. And that really helps me. And if you want, um, you can try out the subscription um, before you activate your subscription you can try it out for 14 days and if you use this link you'll get a 10 percent discount well, i hope you will check out audible it does allow you to listen faster if they talk too slow which i also like um because i read more books i listen to more than i actually read physically i have a gold membership and it is a new credit which one book is one credit and it's less than 15 dollars a month Um, This is less than the price of the book that I'm purchasing for sure. I've been a member since 2010 and I love it. And with this link, you'll receive a 30-day free trial and a credit for a free audiobook download. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash design recharge. And then Skillshare, hello, people. If we are not getting our uh, skills updated during this time, this is this is the thing. Skillshare is super easy. It's $10 a month and that is the premium. But if you click this link, it is two free months of Skillshare premium. And that is bit.ly, bit.ly slash Diane Gibbs. Diane only one N. So just to let, to let you know, all of these are affiliate links. That means I get a tiny piece of the pie. Um, but you, it, your price doesn't go up at all. So I hope that you guys will um, join me read a new book, learn something new on Skillshare, um, track your time better, use Elementor if you're using uh, WordPress to build websites. And you can always try every all of these pretty much you can try for free. So I hope that you will join me and check out the YouTube channel because now there are playlists that are specifically for um, Elementor and there will be some that are typography and those are coming this summer as well as some other things. I'm excited to have you along. Thank you so much for listening to this entire thing.